Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Happy Wednesday to all of you who are listening on a Wednesday. And happy holidays to all of you who are on school holidays. I don't think uni holidays have started just yet, but anyway, those of you that go to school, I'm sure that you guys are having sleep-ins and totally enjoying your week. Um, You guys have absolutely gone bananas over the Hey Boys Did You Know series. So I'm going to take a week a break this week just so that we can talk about something really um, up to date that's just happened, controversial, which I'm sure you guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But I am going to flip this series to do Hey Girls, Did You Know? Okay, so I need some boys to weigh in on this for me. So be looking out on my socials, guys, girlnextdoor.podcast, where I'm going to ask the boys to weigh in. So I want you guys to give me some ideas on what you would like me to talk to, to tell the girls. And I know all the girls will be listening to that one. So, but for today, like I said, we're going to take a bit of a break from that. And yes, guys, I am going to talk about that slap that went viral It went around the world, the Will Smith slap to Chris Rock that happened at the Oscars. Now, if you have not heard of this, you literally must have been like under a rock. Oh my gosh, no pun intended, Chris Rock under a rock for the last week. Um, But just in case, I will explain what happened. But I thought it was very clever that I called today Will Smith's pursuit of slappiness. Did you get that? Did you guys get that? Surely you know that's one of his movies, Pursuit of Happiness. Anyway, I thought that was clever. Um, So let me just fill you in before I dive into a little bit of a different take on this one, Um, because I think there's just been so many opinions on this. It's unbelievable. But I think there's something a little bit deeper at play, which is what I wanted to go into today. But anyway, for those of you that perhaps don't know, Chris Rock was, who is a comedian, by the way, was hosting the Oscars and he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife. Now, she has shaved her head, okay? And most of you, well, you probably would know by now, it's because she's got alopecia, which is a condition where like big chunks of your hair fall out, etc. Anyway, Chris Rock makes this massive joke saying, I bet she can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. Because, of course, the actress in that also shaved her head. That was Demi Moore. Um, And so it was a bit of a joke about that. And look, we don't know if Chris Rock knew whether or not she had alopecia. A lot of people didn't know until this happened. Anyway, at the time, Will, who was sitting near the front, he was laughing, but then he looked over at his wife, Jada, who was like rolling her eyes and shaking her head. So he then got up, walked over to Chris Smith and He didn't punch him. He actually slapped him, open hand slap across the face. Then he treks back to his seat and Chris, Chris Rock's like quite shocked, keeps saying something or rather, I can't remember. He kept on saying something, but then Will Smith yells out not once, but twice, keep my wife's name out your beep. He then swears effing mouth is what he says. Okay. 
Then he wins an Oscar and he does a speech and he gets a standing ovation. Now, Isaiah and I touched on this last week. We had a quick chat about this at the start before we talked about was there such a thing as the one. And uh, we were differing. I thought that it was fake uh, at first because seriously, I'm like, how can something so immature and so dumb actually be real? So I thought that maybe it was for ratings to get people watching the Oscars. But Izzy and quite a few of you were like, nope, it's real. Uh, so guys, you know what? I think I've changed my mind. I think I've come into your camp thinking that it, this actually was not planned and it was not fake. I think maybe it was real. So of course the internet blew up. Will Smith resigned from the Oscars Academy. Now he's got certain projects on hold. Some people are for him. Some people are against him. So we're going to unpack it all. Um, so let's start with this. Um, We've got three protagonists here, okay? And I'm sure that we could all put ourselves in all of their shoes, right? So you got Will, you got Chris Smith, uh, Smith, uh, Chris Rock, and Jada Pinkett Smith. So let's start off with Will. Uh, he starts off laughing, sees his wife's face. Maybe he was fake laughing at the start. Who knows? Um, and then he starts, uh, you know. Obviously, he gets up. He's um, justified, I guess, maybe in, in getting up and slapping Chris because he's standing up for his woman um, who's making fun of something that she's sensitive about. And he knows behind closed doors how sensitive she is. And people with alopecia felt that he was really standing up for them as a community. Uh, on the other hand, kind of a little bit crazy to hear a comedian tell a joke because that's like what they do. And then you get up on stage and slap them for telling the joke. That's kind of like, whoa, like maybe he could have kept it for a speech or he could have taken it outside. He could have handled it in so many different ways. Uh, but my question is, is he the victim? Or let's move on to Jada. Hair means a lot to a woman, particularly in her culture as well. We don't know behind closed doors how she really feels about her alopecia, maybe very insecure, um, maybe something no doubt that she's really sensitive about and struggled with. Nobody likes being ridiculed for something we're sensitive about. And so obviously she's showing her emotion there by shaking her head. Was she the victim? Or let's move on to the third protagonist, Chris Rock. Did he even know that Jada had alopecia? Was the joke, the G.I. Jane joke, purely just because she had a shaved head? Nothing to do with her alopecia. Or did he know? But this is what comedians do, right? They tell jokes at other people's expense, whether we like it or not. That's happened for a millennia. Next thing, he slapped for it in front of not only all of the celebrities that were there at the time at the Oscars, but the global community that were watching on via television. He was uh, obviously shocked and embarrassed. There seemed to be little sympathy for him. Is he the victim? Who's the victim here? Okay, what do I think? Guys, might be surprised on this one. I don't really think much at all. I don't want to nail myself to anyone in particular because I can actually see from all three of their points of view. Like if I were to meet Jada, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Jada, are you okay? I would be embarrassed as well. 
Um, you must have felt like humiliated in front of everyone. Oh man, that was horrible. Like that would be my take if I were to speak to her. If I were to bump into Chris Rock, I would probably be similar. I'd be like, mate, are you all right? That must have been a shock. How many times have you told a joke at someone's expense? Like, isn't that kind of like what you do, right? As a comedian, like, dude, I feel so sorry for you. Okay. But then equally, if I were to have a coffee afterwards with Will Smith, I'd be like, Will, good for you, sticking up for your wife. You must have known how sensitive she was behind closed doors, like for you to feel that passionately about her, good for you getting up and standing up for your woman in front of everybody, in front of the whole world, no matter what the consequence was. Okay? So my thought is, why bother judging the individuals? Because any one of them, from Jada to Chris to Will, could be right or could be wrong. It depends on how we see it, depending upon our experiences, our backgrounds, our biases, and our opinions. So really, I don't think anyone, I think all three were right and all three were wrong. So I want to go a little bit deeper because there's been an awful lot of commentating on this incident from absolutely every direction under the sun. Like you name it, I've read it. Let's have a look at some of the titles, some of the headlines that happened after this. Fox News, their headline, Oscars plagued by rise in black on black crime. According to the Huffington Post, the patriarchal roots of slapping exposed. And uh, what about Babylon, Babylon B, their headline, Will Smith is the Babylon Bee's Woman of the Year. So there just was so much commentating about this whole thing. I mean, you name it, I've heard it all over Instagram. I've seen things like white people have no authority to comment. I've heard things like, um, yay, we need to celebrate Will Smith because finally, finally, a man is helping us take down the patriarchy. Only the patriarchy would have made a comment about a woman like that. And women can't take down the patriarchy alone. So men have to step up and do it. So well done, Chris Smith. But right through to criticizing Will Smith for using violence to solve his problems. And then, of course, there's a whole heap of commentating about how this is an example of black on black crime and on and on it goes. It is literally almost dizzying. There are so many options to choose from. And so I actually think that this whole situation is indicative of so much more. I actually think this really has little to do with Will or Jada or Chris Rock. And I think it's got a lot to do with some deeper issues about both ourselves and us as a society as a whole. So I want to spend a bit of time unpacking those uh, those issues. I've got three different things that kind of came to mind as I've been mulling this over and thinking about it. And with the first one, I guess it's going to make us perhaps a little bit uncomfortable because I want us to look inwards. I want us for my thought number one to look uh, look into ourselves and what we can learn and what I think we can learn from this entire situation because we look out there like, oh, you know, it's Will's, Will's fault and Jada's fault and everyone else's fault. But I want us to take a little bit of accountability. That's a very flashy word right now and responsibility. And this is what I want us to ask ourselves. And that is, 
why do we feel that we have to give our opinion on every single thing that happens? Are you guys, like, have you noticed it? Um, There's no doubt that you've noticed this, that every single thing that happens seems to somehow, it does two things. Firstly, it always seems to become political, no matter what it is. Like a slap has just become so political, but it seems that everyone feels that they have a right uh, to give their opinion. And look, we all have a right to have an opinion, right? We all have a right, like we all think um, about things, whether we verbalize them or not. But I'm just wondering why does every human being on the planet seem to feel the need to weigh in on every single thing that happens? Because I'm finding it exhausting. I've literally stopped going through my Instagram and my Facebook. I tend to just like post, but not do an awful lot of reading or I've unfollowed a lot of different things. A lot of people just seem to be giving a lot of opinion. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like when, when this happened, I could not believe all of the talk about it. And I guess because I had no opinion on it, I was like, oh, for a second, I thought, oh, quick, I'm a podcaster. I should have an opinion, but I don't. Like I said, I feel for all three of them. I can understand from all three different people's perspective. And I guess what I'm saying is, you know, we don't have to have an opinion on everything. Or actually, let me rephrase this. We do definitely have the right to have our own opinions, but we don't have to get into public discourse on every little thing that happens. Because do you know what I see? I see people becoming exhausted from it. I see people becoming divided by it. I see people becoming more aggressive because of it, talking to people in ways that normally once upon a time, they never would have talked to people that way. I just see no good fruit coming from this. I see people defriending and unfriending. And I look at all that and I go, that is not the way that God wants us to live. God talks a lot in his word about keeping our peace. And so I want to ask you, what are you doing to keep your peace? Are you doing what you have to do to keep your peace? And in a lot of cases, that means walking away. Or in this case, keep scrolling. Don't feel like you've got to stop and comment on every single thing. Like by all means, we can all have our opinion, but we don't always have to give our opinion. And furthermore, we need to get used to the fact that not everyone will agree with our opinion anyway. And guess what? We don't have to tell them that we don't agree. Is it really worth the breaking of relationships? Is it really worth causing ourselves to be, you know, developing characters of, of, of aggression and speaking to people in ways that years ago we never would have dreamt of? You know, Will Smith hit Chris Rock at the Oscars. Wow, that's full on. Ouch. Move on with your day. Not every battle is ours to fight. And I think when we learn that, it is so freeing. We need to save our time and energy for the battles that really count in our life. Um, you know, it really is a great sign of maturity if you're able to keep your opinion to yourself. And it's an even greater sign of maturity to be able to have a different opinion to someone and yet to keep relationship with them. 
And uh, that is something that I think over the last couple of months and these last two years with everything that's been happening, that seems to be something that people find uh, very difficult to do. I can't believe some of the things people have said to me, people that I love, people who uh, mean a lot to me. Um, and yet when they find themselves now with a different opinion, feel like they can just be so, so cutting and I never want to be that person. And so I want to, um, I guess, challenge us today. What kind of person are you? What kind of person have you become? What kind of person are you when, uh, maybe there are others that have a differing opinion to you? because we have more division in our communities than I've ever seen in my lifetime. And so I know for me, um, even within our church, Cameron often has said, um, guys, if we're going to mandate anything here, we're going to mandate love and we're going to mandate unity. And I love it when he said that, uh, because instead of talking about all the things that are wrong, he just made really clear who we are and all of the things that we're going to go for that are right. And so I think it's by no accident that we've got a great community of young adults who have got on the most part, on the most part, um, very differing opinions and yet are so incredibly kind to one another because we've been very intentional that that's what we're mandating. So refuse to be that person. Refuse to be the person that gets nasty because someone has a differing view to you. Refuse to be the person who has to give an opinion on every little thing. Refuse to be the person that weighs in on every situation. Learn the art of moving on because I promise you that you will keep your peace so much more. I'd actually love to do a whole episode on this, on how to disagree in, in a healthy manner, because, you know, we can't just leave a church every time we disagree with someone. We can't just leave a bad podcast review every time we disagree with what someone says. We can't just ignore the people that we work with because we don't agree with something, with a view that they hold. We can't just cut off family members every time we have a differing view. Of course, we have our own opinions and there's nothing wrong with that, that, you know, people's opinions have been around as long as humans have. But now we all seem to have the means to shout them to the whole world via the internet. But just because we can doesn't mean that we should. So I love this saying that knowledge is knowing what to say, but wisdom is knowing when to say it. And, um, I think that's a good thing, particularly to teach, you know, younger people as well, that it's great to have knowledge and to know what to say, but, uh, equally we need to have wisdom on knowing when to say and when not to. All right. So that's my first thought. That was more of an inward looking challenge. My second thought is this, that I think what this whole situation has showed us is that the false world of celebrity culture is actually falling apart. And I think this is a good thing because it has to. So, you know, once upon a time, movies and Oscars, they were entertainment. They were a distraction from our real life. They were a reprieve, welcome time out, you know, fantasy. But what's happened over the years is we've tried to pull this false world into our real worlds. We've forgotten where the line is. We've forgotten that false worlds are false and fantasy and they need to stay out there. And we've tried to pull them in that what, what once was fiction, we're trying to make our reality. What was a false world of glitter and glamour and perfection, we've tried to emulate and attain those things in our real world. 
So we don't just watch the celebrity. We want to be the celebrity. We don't just watch them. We want to be them. It's a celebration of a certain set of values. And I think this bubble of this false celebrity world that is Hollywood and the Oscars, that it can't sustain itself anymore. The bubble that once was Hollywood is being pressed on all sides by our real world pressures like floods and wars and pandemics. And the spectacle, the the excess and the frivolity that those worlds embody, it just can't be maintained anymore. The rest of the world, I think, has finally seeped in. And I want to ask the bigger question. Here we are arguing about what happened at the Oscars, but why are we even having the Oscars? This reality I don't think is working anymore. I mean, I'm not talking about the people, okay? The people, the actors, they're brilliant people, they're talented people, but as a system, what is its function now? The function once used to just be entertainment and a reprieve, but that's not its function anymore because we've tried to become it. We find glamour seductive, that's our human nature, but really what it is is empty magnificence. We are trying to get value from all of this meaningless stuff, from this seemingly grandeur and glory. And this cultural reality that we're being invited into, it's actually falling apart, but it needs to fall apart because it's not serving us in the way that it once was. So it really did fall apart this week, uh, right in front of our eyes when Will slapped Chris real world invaded fake world. And uh, I want you to ask yourself, well, what are my values really? Because I think this whole state of commodification, it's reached a tipping point. And I think we need to start being aware of the meaning that we're making and the meaning that we're not making. And I've been saying for a long time here, but also like when I preach um, and just all around the place, that's something I've noticed. Well, and I'm sure we've all noticed is that we've put people um, in church world, in Christian world on pedestals. And there's so much more to be said here than in these few minutes, but we've created these same false glamorous worlds in church. And then when these celebrity pastors fall, we all act so shocked and mortified and go on and on about how we need to hold them accountable. And please hear me because yes, of course they need to be held accountable. I'm not excusing poor behavior, but can I be really honest for just a moment? How did they get there? How did they get into those positions? Do maybe we need to take some responsibility here? Do maybe we need to be held to account for for creating? If it were, you know, we've been a part of that creation of that celebrity world. So that's my second thought: is that whole false world, even the whole world of the Oscars, seems to be falling apart under the pressures of real world. But I don't think it's a bad thing because I think it's leading us to question: what do we really value, or what do we really want to build our lives on? And my third thought is this: that to me, this just shows that the world has completely lost their moral compass. Now I've said this before. Um, that the world should not be our moral compass. Now, it's pretty clear just watching what happened the other night. It's pretty clear by the fact that we hold these human beings up as some sort of standard 
to attain to. When in reality, most of them, not all, but a lot of them live lives off screen that are far from what I'd hold up as moral examples that I would like to follow or that I'd like my kids to follow. The world should not be our moral compass. Celebrities should not be our moral compass. Um, Jada and Will should not be our moral compass. I mean, the fact that a man slapped another man in the face on, on national and global television and then shouts twice at the top of his wife, at top of his mouth to keep his wife's name out of his, and then I won't say it again, beep mouth, um, to swear like that, to talk to someone like that, and then to get a standing ovation a few moments later when he wins an Oscar. What is happening to our moral compass here? Um, Jim Carrey actually commented and said that Hollywood has become spineless en masse and is no longer the cool club, and that if it was him, he thinks that he should have been arrested and sued. He questions, are we now condoning violence if we don't like someone's words? So words can be violence, but actual violence is not violence. So are we looking to these guys as as good examples? Um, There's something else happening here that's a little bit deeper as well that I think perhaps uh, is what kind of led to those moments of Will getting up and, and slapping Chris. And I don't know if you've followed Will and Jada, but I actually think this has been boiling underneath the surface for a few years. You think for a minute, Will Smith, one of the greatest actors ever, you know, known on the planet, but he's always, always plays the hero, the tough guy. He's the coolest, baddest actor from, from French Prince of Belair, Fresh Prince of Belair to Men in Black, Independence Day, um, Ali, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Maybe he should go back and watch Hitch. <laughs> he, needs, he needs some of his own advice. And he literally has been emasculated by his wife over the last couple of years. So everything that you read or watch, if you have done any of um, any kind of research into, into them over the years, it's actually all been about her and her happiness. Like he organized a three-day extravaganza for her 30th birth, 40th birthday, and he like went to all sorts of lengths for her, and she kicked up this absolute stink, didn't like it told him that it's all about his ego and how he had to cancel it right now. He was absolutely gutted, threw his hands in the air and said, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done with trying to make you happy. Go out and make yourself happy. And so she did. She had an affair with her son's friend, um, uh, who was a rapper. And after she said she had, you know, marital issues and she made this revelation to the world while in a chat with her husband, by the way, on her Facebook show, Red Table Talk. It was a really interesting conversation. It's only about 12 minutes long. So go and check it out yourself. And look, I'll give it to them. They have worked through that. That happened about four years ago and they've really stuck it together, especially Will. Um, He stuck by her. And he actually said the year that they got married that he would love her through anything. And he is stuck by that despite it all. But there were definitely moments where you could see and hear his pain. There were certain comments that he made, but it was really interesting listening to her. She had no remorse. She was not sorry for what she did. 
Um, and she made it all about her. So she was, you know, she excused it. She's like, Hey, I was broken. I was in pain. She wouldn't even call it an affair. She called it an entanglement. And when Will tried to press her and say, well, no, it's an affair. She's like, no, no. And she just kept correcting him. It's an entanglement. And then he tried to say, well, you know, when you had this transgression and again, she goes, no, no, that's not what it was. And she went on to say how she'd learned so much about herself and how she confronted her emotional immaturity and insecurity. And she was doing a deep healing and the whole thing just for the last few years has always been about her. And he has had to do a lot of accommodating and they call theirs a modern marriage. And she's very vocal that she never wanted to get married. And confusingly, they don't refer to themselves now as married, but as life partners. Um, and as of 2021, they're not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection and yet they stick together. So it just seems to be really interesting that, um, perhaps there's a lot more going on under the surface. And so I actually found the whole situation really sad. I found it sad from all three of their perspectives, but I really did find it sad too, from Will's perspective, because perhaps, you know, for him, this stuff been been bubbling for a couple of years and um, he's had to be the bigger person the whole way through, uh, whereas Jade has very much made it about herself. So really, it's kind of a pickled mess. And yet here we are holding up these celebrities, you know, like they're some perfect beings walking the red carpet in all their perfection and, uh, you know, that we're somehow could only hope to attain to be them. And so I think it's really indicative that we need to wake up and we need to realize what really matters. I think we need to reassess what our values are. And, um, and I think we definitely need to, to be clearer that our, our moral compass and our values do not come from these empty, meaningless places of empty magnificence. I guess that's a pretty good, cool little phrase for it. So yeah, so that's kind of my take on it all. I think it just says so much more about what's actually going on in society. So I think the one of the biggest takeaways from it all is what can we learn? Um, how can we take account of ourselves? And I think there's a whole heap of questions we can ask ourselves, like how how am I treating people? How am I talking to people? How do I talk to people that I don't agree with? Um, is my life built on things that are meaningless or meaningful? Um, am I keeping my peace or am I finding myself, um, you know, losing my peace? And why is my two cents always needed? Is it helping or just adding to the chaos? And I guess one of the biggest takeaways is the thought of, is my contribution making the world a better place? So... There you go, guys. That's my that's my little take on Will Smith's pursuit of slappiness. Did you like that one? I thought that was quite clever. Um, so, yeah, maybe I hope it's a bit of a challenge that maybe next time you see something on social media or there's something that, you know, you don't agree with or whatever, that maybe we could all think twice before we weigh in. And, uh, and I think it's really about keeping our peace as well and not always having to be in every single battle because I think it's pretty exhausting. And I'm seeing a lot of people 
uh, one by one taking big breaks off social media and I can understand why. And so, yeah, do whatever you have to do to keep your peace. Anyway, guys, I love you all. Oh, I know a way that you can do a nice contribution into the world uh, is leave a five-star rating and review. If you could actually do a written review, guys, super awesome. It's so helpful. Um, Like we said last week, we're actually getting like 10,000 downloads a month, which is pretty crazy um, for a web, uh, for a website, for a podcast. Like I don't really kind of, I actually don't advertise it at all. It's really you guys kind of sharing it around, but yeah, the reviews really help too. So that's one way you can make a positive contribution. Anyway, I hope you have the most wonderful week. Uh, make sure that you come along and check out Parenthood this week. I'm going to do a bit of chatting about all of the stuff happening in the world of Disney. There is some crazy stuff happening, which, uh, I think everyone should be aware of. So come back on Friday. I'll see you then. Bye.